What's the one thing all great teams have in common? Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, Evelyn. I'm Gordon Bombay, the new hockey coach. All right, let's go! Learn me! Come on! We're Team USA, gathered from all across America. And we're going to stick together. You know why? Because we are ducks, and ducks fly together. It's the Quack Attack Podcast. Hey, everybody. Use the brakes, baby. I'm Mike. That's Tommy. Hey, what's up, everyone? That's Kevin. What's up, y'all? Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Thanks for telling your friends. A lot of business to get out of the way here. First of all, we're working on some more guests. Had some run-ins where the schedules didn't work out and people flying in and out of the country and stuff like that. But we're still working on it. We got a couple of people that are still like waiting, basically. We're, we're waiting for them to finish up some obligations and stuff like that. So we should have some coming. In the meantime, if you couldn't tell after that, we do not have a guest today, but we do have presidential results, and the winner of the Mighty Ducks presidential election by two votes. Well, tell us who the parties were first before you reveal the winner. Oh, okay. So, Democratic Party, Fulton, slash Men- Fulton President, Mendoza, Vice President, Republican Party, Ken Wu, Republican, or er, President, Julie Gaffney, vice president. And then there was also a write-in section, and we got a few write-in votes. But the winner, by two votes, Fulton Reed and Louis Wow. Every vote counts. Yeah. For those of you who said your vote wouldn't matter uh, and didn't vote for, like, the Republican Party, shame on you. Yeah. Exactly. The interesting thing is Averman got two write-in votes. So that could have been the difference, although it wasn't really like party affiliated. Oh, he stole the votes away from the Republican Party. Yeah. Interesting. Anyway, moving on. Tommy, what is our topic today? Uh, today, we're going to be talking about Russ Tyler's crew. That is right. So there's eight members, really, but we only really meet three. And that's Russ, uh, his brother James, and the kid who says, use the brakes, baby. I don't know his name. I didn't have time to look it up. Shit was going down today. Um, first question is, is, how do they become this like hockey-playing crew in the middle of South Central Los Angeles? I'm, I'm going to go ahead and guess that like none of them were any good at any other sport. And they just like <laughs> had to figure out something that they were fairly good at. Do you think it's something where it's like maybe like Russ's older brother... His mom's like, hey, you need to get a job this summer unless you're like going to camp or you're going to play a sport. He's like, oh, shit, I'm terrible at sports. And then he just kind of like looks at the newspapers like, uh, oh, here I am. Street Hockey League. That's me. He's like, I'm pretty good at beating the shit out of people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So they play. I, I assume they play like regularly. Was the plan always to have them play Team USA when they came to town? Or is that something Rush just kind of? happened like he saw them that that they were gonna be there and he's like oh i'm gonna do my best to get them to come play no that kind of thing or i think he was so excited that they were coming and then he was just so disappointed that they were like sucking dick basically and i mean because remember he goes up and he's like i'm sick and tired of you know team usa being represented by a bunch of whiny babies or whatever Mm -hmm. because like he obviously went to the games and he was excited and sure he was giving bombay a hard time but 
You know, he, I don't think he like was there like purposely to get them to play. He was probably there to be like, wow, these are the best of the best, and I want to watch them play. I don't know. I think he's a little too like cocky and arrogant for that exact situation. I mean, I, I I agree that maybe I don't know. I think maybe in the back of his head, he's he thought maybe he could get them to come play, but and then they started to suck, <laughs> and and he was like, all right, here's my opening. Um, I think uh, another thing, maybe he thought he could play on that team. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, he's that confident. Yeah. Um, so maybe that had a lot to do with it. I was thinking that maybe James sent Russ out to, like, antagonize Team USA to play them so they could test their medal, but I don't know if that really makes any sense. <laughs> like to toughen them up for the City League? <laughs> I don't know. I think they just wanted to play them. I think they just wanted to play Team USA because they were in Los Angeles. And, you know, Los Angeles, 1994, not really a huge hockey town. Gretzky might have just arrived there. But do you think like for them, I mean, it had to be tough to find other street hockey teams to play against. So is this like a mystery Alaska situation where they basically just played each other every weekend or like, what was that? Yeah. I I think these were the eight kids in In LA. Yeah. (laughs) Or in LA that played street hockey and they just played at some school after school every day or whatnot or in the summer. Yeah, so you think they just did like four on four, and or they didn't even use like a, a goalie or what? Probably, yeah, yeah. Well, they use like cans. Yeah, trash they use cans. Trash yeah. cans as the as the goals. So yeah, I think they just played together, and then they're like, oh, more hockey players are here, and then Russ. I don't know if Russ was told to do it or Russ came up with the plan himself, but he got Team USA there. Quick, quick question, and okay. I'm gonna go ahead and. Uh, ask you considering you're the street hockey expert um what on what type of court do they normally play is it a basketball court or is it a tennis court it's really any place any hard surface like you can play in the street you can play on tennis court if there's no nets you can play on like the asphalt basketball court. those are probably the best to play on the reason i the reason i ask is because it had to be damn hard for them to get kids off of a basketball court in LA in the summer to play street hockey. Like they had to fight some kids to do that. To it wouldn't surprise time. me if it was a tennis court. Then. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, yeah, I guess that would be, I mean, you could beat the shit out of some tennis players pretty easily. Yeah. yeah there's only like two tennis players on yeah, the court. <laughs> Four yeah. if you're doubles. Yes. Yeah. Um, interrupting real quick. I think, uh, use the Briggs baby. His name was Hector. Hector. Based yeah. on the order of the IMDb. Right. Have you confirmed your your confirmed or shot down your suspicion that he was in Hook? Yeah, unfortunately, it does not look like he was in Hook. Damn, um, okay. I bet I, he wished he would have been in Hook. Yeah, I uh, I'll try to find like a photo of the two guys to compare. Michael put it in the show notes. <laughs> yeah, I, I found the actor who was in Hook that who I was thinking it was, uh, and it was not the same guy. Who's the actor? I would have to look it up again. Uh, so <laughs> it's not it's not like uh, somebody famous. Nah. I'll, uh, well, if, more famous than being in Hook. Yeah. The only thing <laughs> more like famous than being in Hook is being in D2. That's, that's right. That's a good point. Just to give some context there, when Tommy heard the topic, one of his, it might have been his first question was, is the guy who says use the brakes baby in Hook? And I said, I don't know. We got to record because we got stuff to do. So then Tommy 
went searching. And okay. Apparently... The name of the actor, he is James Maddio, M-A-D-I-O, and he plays in Hook, Don't Ask. Hmm. Mm. One of the Lost Boys. Yeah. But he is not Hector. He is not Hector. Well, mystery solved. Yeah. Our work is done. Myth busted. <laughs> All right. Uh, next week, we'll be talking about... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Back to the topic at hand. Russ's brother likes to fight. Apparently. Does he just always fight people in like street hockey? Is that his thing? Or is that just like a something he saw from Wu that he could beat him up, basically? I. I don't know. I guess maybe he is kind of like the portman of the, the group. I don't know. Well, I think then you get back into if there's only eight of them. And, you know, they're obviously friends. You know, friends are going to tussle. But if he is really good at fighting, you'd think that he's probably fighting other teams too because you're probably not going to be fighting, your, you know, your your friends nonstop. And he seems to be pretty good at it. At I least. don't know. Me and my friends fought like crazy when we were around that age, like pretty close to fist fighting pretty often. Like, because of basketball games and stuff like that. Yeah, I guess it's a good point, but I still think they'd probably be fed up with it. And I mean, you're not playing against the same guys, like, every single he's, day. I, 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 and he's, I, I could definitely see him as, like, I mean, obviously, Russ's older brother, but, mm-hmm. like, the older brother of the group, you know, just, yeah. like, picks on all of them, but, like, looks after them, kind of. I could also see him as, like, a big trash talker, and so he had to know how to, like, back it up a little bit. Yeah. So... Yeah, he appears to be the leader of the group. If Russ is Team USA's age, then James has to be older. Maybe like 16. So, I mean, is it really like a fair fight for Team USA to go in there and play these kids who I assume are all James's age? I think so. You'd think like that the best 12 and 13-year-olds in the country, this team is supposedly, could beat, you know, 8 street hockey players in LA <laughs> or whatever big their their team is. Yeah, unless they just like totally rough them up. Yeah. I, I, I mean if you think of it, you know, this way it's like um like the greatest like under 13 soccer team could probably just like whoop up on a lot of varsity soccer teams. I like mean, if we got enough friends together, they would whoop the shit out of us. Correct. We are older than 16. <laughs> yes. What? Um, my, I mean, I just think James is kind of like a bully. Just, he was looking Hmm. for younger kids just to kind of like push around and stuff. And then obviously it seems like he pushes around Russ too. Well, that's every, every older brother pushes around his younger brother. That's true. That's true. Now I have a hypothetical origin story for the team. Okay. Do you think it's, he maybe had some trouble when he was Russ's age, 12 or 13, maybe gotten some bad stuff got out of it and then saw Russ could potentially go down that path so he says we need to find a way to keep Russ and his buddies you know kind of doing something active so they can you know grow up in better environment <clears throat> and so he goes to street hockey something that's new that they're not going to be like oh whatever blah 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 they'll be like oh that's interesting and so he organizes this like something he picked up in prison <laughs> street hockey maybe juvie yeah although um, I, I don't think they would let kids played street hockey in yeah. jail. No. <laughs> um so I think maybe he like helped form the like this league for lack of a better word and also he's probably the one who helps like make sure everyone's there like he's skating around to their house after school like knocking on the door. I, w- 
I was thinking of something like that earlier before we came on the air. I, I was kind of thinking of it in a backwards sense. Like after this, he went on and got into some trouble, but then eventually wound up doing this again. You know, because he still seems like he's got some a little bit of wild in him, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think he has like that. You know good kind of spirit about him yeah once you know? i mean he's clearly yeah. helping team usa when yeah i mean he could just be like you guys suck whatever but he wants them to go be- get better because he he feels that they're representing him or, or or all right stick with me here all right maybe he was one of the best hockey players in the country oh. but got into some really deep shit and maybe he like killed a guy on the ice and was never allowed to play ice hockey ever again so he took to the streets and so he feels like he belongs on a team like Team USA, but this is his only way he can get close to that. Interesting. And then he wants to save kids, so he starts this team? Yes. Well, this brings up an interesting point I really hadn't thought of. Are Russ's teammates, Russ's and James's teammates, are they Including Russ's, Hector. Including Hector. Are they Russ's? age or are they james's age i just assume they were james's I can't, age. i can't really picture them in my head i i always assumed they were uh russ's age for some reason i don't really know why yeah because i guess you can go either way because i mean you could make the argument yeah they're james's age and russ is always tagging along yeah and russ you know he would definitely be better playing with older kids and he would be up to the caliber of playing on team usa so I think you can go either way with them being, you know, Russ's friends or and, James's and, friends. And maybe it's just kind of a mix. Like maybe there's like an older brother, another older brother and younger brother or whatever on the team. So maybe it's kind of a a, okay. a, a range. Of yeah, it, w- it wouldn't surprise me if they're all, you know, essentially live on the same block or the same couple of yeah. blocks. And so they're like, it's unlikely that you get like eight, 13 year olds or whatever. Yeah. There. So it might be like ranging from like 12 to 16 or something like yeah. that, which would probably be the best mix. Mm-hmm. It's just interesting that this neighborhood block would become huge fans of ice hockey or just hockey in general. Yes. And play street hockey, but who knows? So I can't remember if this was Steve Brill or just us, but we came up. <laughs> Our minds have melded. <laughs> we, we figured out that Russ was like owning a sporting goods store in Los Angeles after his playing days. Just what kind of becomes of James and Hector and the crew? Well, Kevin gave his hypothesis, potentially James getting into some bad shit. Yeah. I think I think if in that scenario, I think he's kind of like a like a reformed criminal and he runs, you know, like a like a I don't know what's like the common term for that, like a uh, I don't know. It, well, like a team. Like, like a, uh, no, 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 like, for, like a program for like at risk youth. Oh, you know okay, I mean? yeah. Like, I could see kind of uh, like a counselor or something for that kind of thing. Um, I don't know what Hector like a mentor. Is doing. <laughs> Hector, let's see, what do we know about him? He says, "Use the brakes, baby." His equipment is kind of weird. He's got a weird helmet on. It's like a green helmet. It's like it like wraps around the sides, and yeah. it's like I don't know. It's almost like a football helmet you turned sideways, like if the Cage wasn't there. Well, he helps Luis up, right? Yeah, so, he said use the brakes, baby. And he's, uh, so clearly he's, like, not a bad dude. Yeah, I'm just thinking, like, do they stick together or do they go their separate ways? And, like, does Russ, like, bring them in? I think Russ definitely all? brings them in, especially, like, if James is, like, running some kind of, like, 
like street hockey thing for like at risk youth. Then like Russ's like was probably like selling all the gear for very discounted prices for that league and he's getting all kinds of write offs, whatever. And then maybe coach or something, but it looks like Kevin has an idea. <laughs> a light bulb went off in Kevin's head. Russ is the West Coast Hans. Oh I like it. Yeah. For street hockey. <laughs> <laughs> That's his his in in the drug game and everything like that. The murders, oh. the drugs. I see. I was just thinking like sporting goods, but you're saying he... I'm no, I'm saying like he is the Hans of like the drug kingpin Hans. Of so he saw LA. what Hans was doing. Yes. Interesting. And he said, Me too. Maybe that was his whole motivation the entire time. He I wanted to meet Hans. Oh, he, so Hans is he, kn- he knew who Hans was. <laughs> oh, okay. He'd done his research. And so he said, well, If I want to get in on this, I need to get really good at street hockey. I need to play hockey. <laughs> yes. And so that's why he's and, going to all these Goodwill games, hoping to see Hans, and he's disappointed. Yes. Because Hans was. You know, obviously gone for the summer. But he gets the scholarship to Eden Hall. He's oh. in close proximity. I bet he studied Hans business. Died. Yeah, that's what he wanted. He wanted to go study business because, like, yes. I need to make sure this works. Because obviously, Hans, you know, he has the street smarts, but mm-hmm. he also has book smarts. Yes. Okay, so we've theorized that Hans maybe fakes his own death. Does Russ know about this as his, like, kind of out to the West Coast? I, I, I kind of think, um, Maybe they get it. I mean, their competition, kind of like a Tupac and Biggie situation happens. I guess in this scenario, Hans would be Biggie. (laughs) So I could see them actually working together very well. I don't like that. You don't like that? Because how is that more compelling than them being rivals? I'll put it this way. I'm not saying it's more compelling. I think I think it's more realistic in this scenario. (laughs) If I think there's a clear like divide because you've got like they're in Minnesota. And then Hans, I think he has like a pipeline all the way to the East Coast. Then he's got another one like going down the East Coast. Mm -hmm. I I think it's probably was difficult for him to tap into the West Coast. And so Russ is able to get that with Hans' blessing. Mm. Okay. I mean, maybe eventually Russ is like, maybe moves in. Gets a little too big for his britches. Exactly. But I think at least early on, it's a very, you know, amicable drug relationship. Where... Where do we stand? Where did what happened to Jan? Where did Jan? Jan I don't did, know. Where I did think, we land? On I that? think <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure like Jan turned on Hans or something. Yeah, so maybe Jan is working with Russ. Well, I thought oh. Jan wanted out of the game though. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I, he I want, He was like, back and listen. <laughs> you know, brother, this isn't for me. Okay. Maybe, maybe one of our quackalites could tell us yes. what we originally came up with in the uh, the history of this. Yeah, I believe that's episode eleven. I'll put it in the show notes. So, Kevin, you said that Russ is familiar with Hans before he even gets to Minnesota. Yeah. Does he learn this through James? Or does how does he know who Hans is? Maybe. I mean, it could have been something as simple as they had, like, an aunt that lived out there or something, and they went to visit, and he, like, I don't know. But he went out there for a summer or something and met some buddies, that, and they – figured out or they knew of Hans, maybe something like that. Or, I mean, I know this was the, the days before before Google and the internet. I mean, not the internet, I guess. Yeah. Well, I think Hans has a <laughs> reputation that travels. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. His, yeah. Na- his name rings out. I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm saying how does Russ get in the circles where, Han, where he knows who Hans is? Because you got to be in some 
circle. You gotta be in some dark circles to know that. But I'm sure Hans is like this. And maybe it, maybe it is James. Maybe James has some connection somewhere somewhere in his past. Like uh, uh, maybe Hans was distributing to the West Coast, and somebody that James was in with mm. was buying from Hans to distribute out in the West Coast. And then, and then maybe that's how James got caught up. You know, maybe this was an extremely long play by Hans. <laughs> he is able to get into... He does have incredible foresight. He's able to get it into James's mind to start playing hockey. And then that way he knows that Russ will play... Because he can see like early on. Maybe he like had visited like LA, scoping out potential business ventures. But he knows, you know, time isn't right right now. Mm-hmm. He sees James. He's like, I can... in Russ, he says, okay, if I can get James into hockey, I can get Russ because I like his savvy into hockey as well and he can have the like the west coast empire i just want to be clear on this this is like an eight-year-old russ right well i mean he's like scoping out maybe 10 he can see it though yeah oh i know i know hans is hans is unmatched (laughs) as far as and and at the same point there also may have been like other like hans is smart so he knows the hedges bets he may have like planted the seed with like five or six there are like little pockets on along the west coast of like inner city kids playing street hockey yeah i think so (laughs) okay you know and he may have it when one with like every state if you think about that if the goodwill games happened to be in like washington or oregon Mm. there would have been a russ tyler there wow so we said that, and and I don't, I wouldn't, the, I wouldn't put think it. Past, there'd be an easier way, but there probably wasn't. I wouldn't put it past Hans as to being influential in L.A. being chosen for the Junior Goodwill. Oh, games. absolutely. Oh, yeah. He poured Knowing, a lot of money into that bid. Yeah, that and then sense. and then of course he may have been behind Banks getting hurt, so Russ could have had that spot. Oh, it all comes back to Hans. Rule number one: it all comes back to Hans. We said that James has reformed. Is that is that really the case? Like when you peel back the curtain in the future as we move on? Or I, yeah, I think I think game? he and Russ like don't speak anymore because oh. Russ is like too deep in the game, and James has tried to get him out, but mm-hmm. he's like, it's like a lost cause at this point. Hmm. So like Russ doesn't bother James, and and James is essentially given up on Russ at this point. Okay, even What's- though he still loves him deep down in his heart. <laughs> okay. I can imagine something happening to Hector that caused James Ooh. to really get out. Oh, yeah. I can't, I like I can't that. do this. Okay. So you know, you're he right. Was, he was trying to tell Hector, you know, hit the brakes, baby, but Hector just wouldn't. And wow, that was he got, nice. He got killed. I like that. <laughs> okay. But he had cut the brakes. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> Russ, what we're saying is Russ was using the rest of his crew to distribute to be part of his kind of sure, at least a couple of them i mean okay. he's got his he's got his lieutenant you know that's probably from that team okay you know? and and hector just gets off and then james turns his back then. or maybe hector tried to get out maybe hector was in the game and hector tried to get out and james was like let him be okay and, so but russ couldn't let it go okay cuz so he had to tie up that he had to tie up that loose end james is out well before Hector goes down then. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Interesting stuff. Interesting stuff to think or about. Or maybe Hector got got busted and was gonna was gonna flip. Oh yeah. Oh. Gotta take care of the that. Russ had him killed. Yeah. Wow. Russ. <laughs> what a turn for Russ. Now I think 
let's talk about way down the future. Do you think James and Russ do eventually, you know, kind of make amends? Do you no. Think? No. Never. No. I mean, they, they, it's it's way too much history there. That's a very strange relationship. And then, and then Russ gets killed by Hans or Hans's people. Hmm. I don't know. I think I think Russ makes a mistake and gets either locked up or gets in with some bad people, and he or Hans sets him up. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's it. Well, don't you think Hans was grooming him to take over the empire? No. Why not? I don't know. I just don't like that. <laughs> you just don't like that. I think Russ has too much. I'm like, I don't think Hans would ever give that up. Well, no. Like, I think Hans is gonna do this until he dies or goes to jail. Well, that's the thing though. Hans is old. And he does fake die. And so we talked about him like faking his death to kind of get out, knowing that Russ would potentially take over. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I I would, how many gangsters do you know have gone away gracefully and seated the throne? Just one, Hans. No. It could be a situation where he was grooming Russ and then Russ saw the power that he had yeah. and kind of turned on Hans and his people yeah. and then tried to take it all over. But I was going to say, I think Russ does make a mistake in some sort. And like, as he's either getting like locked up for life or as he's like, as he's on the run or something, he realizes that James was like this great brother to him and whatnot. And they reconcile briefly before something or maybe he like happened. was like all right i'm gonna try to patch things up with james but then james dies in a car accident before he has a chance that too yeah i think that's what definitely and happens haunts russ yeah wow what a sequel and do you think though that haunts russ now what is that like does he just like i can't do this anymore like because i can't see another person uh no i think he like dives deeper into the game like like <laughs> just like you know tunnel tunnel vision you know Okay. I think he, there's no, there's no, I mean, there wasn't really a point of return for him. He anyway. doesn't have like an epiphany. He just, no, I think he just gets deeper and deeper. Okay. And then, and then some, one of his lieutenants ends up capping him to take the, to try to take mm-hmm. his throne. Such is the game. Yeah. Russ is in the game for life. All right. What Kevin. do you think Russ's sporting goods store is called? Russ's sporting goods store. No. <laughs> <laughs> Probably like uh, Big Russes or something. Big, uh, yeah, I like that. Big Russ. Yeah. Big Russ Sporting Goods. <laughs> Russell Athletic. Oh! Oh! oh Did no. we just find out that Russell Athletic is actually a <laughs> we front? We blew the lid off of this. New York Times, give me a call. All right, Kevin, we got to move on. Kevin, do we have a quick question? We do. Um, this one comes from Quackalite. Uh, it's KWA is the name. It's Krogan We Are, at Krogan We Are. Um, okay. That's with a K. Um, the question is, is Charlie so arrogant that he really thinks an NHL team was named after a peewee team, or is he just breaking the fourth wall? First of all, I don't know what fourth wall he's talking about, considering this is a documentary. True. But True. We'll answer the question anyway. But if you were to look at this as a just movie and say, and we, I mean, in talking with Jordan Kerner and stuff like that, we figured out that the that they made D two because they were buying a hockey team. Mm-hmm. 
So whether this peewee team is fake or not, the team was kind of named after this peewee team. So I I don't know if Charlie's arrogant in that situation. Well, I think he's definitely trying to impress that girl. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he's... But ten, I don't think he's you know naive or anything. I think he's like he's gonna say it no matter what. He would have said anything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I am Wayne Gretzky. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that that is a good point. He's trying to impress the girl. So like, is he breaking the fourth wall? I mean, he found out that she liked Pantera and then told her that he liked Pantera. He was he was gonna do anything. Yeah, she, she could have said she liked anything and he would have liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I mean I don't think I don't think there is as Kevin you said I don't think there is a fourth wall here but um do you think he might have been he might have been doing both if there was I think there's a both is like a nice little like nod or it wouldn't surprise me if there was some kind of like something like someone's like hey we have to have a mention of the pro team in this movie I don't know just because they'd be get a lot of a lot of new fans be like isn't that a like a hockey team what's the, what's going yeah. on with this you got to make the connection somehow yeah and there is some precedent when Luis is being a perv and looking up the cheerleaders dresses he yeah, turns yeah. to the camera and like winks <laughs> so <laughs> there is some precedent for that yeah I mean I, I don't think it needs to be one or the other I think we can say it was, it could be a little bit of both but they're documentaries, so there's no fourth wall. Well, I mean, there. I mean, technically there might be, but there shouldn't be, like, in terms of viewing experience. Anyway, go to thequackattack.com, contact us at quackattackpod on Twitter, facebook.com slash quackattackpod, listen to us on Stitcher, iTunes, go there, give us five stars, write a review, tell us what you think about Russ being the new Hans and whether he kills Hans or not and whether he reconciles with James. <laughs> and remember, ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. Quack, quack. Quack, quack.